Welcome to Real Weddings with Sarah. I'm Sarah Kennedy from Irish Wedding Blog, one of Ireland's leading sources for wedding inspiration, advice and support. Real Weddings with Sarah brings you an inside snoop of some of Ireland's best-loved personalities and celebrity weddings. Join me as I indulge on all of the wedding gossip. You are very welcome to today's podcast. I'm joined by the one and the only Dr. Brona Keane, who specialises in cosmetic dentistry. Many call her Ireland's tooth fairy and on her Instagram, you will find so much valuable information from how to properly floss. And I'm not talking about the dance. We're talking about teeth here to tips on what to expect on a whitening journey. She now joins me to give you guys all the information that you need to know when it comes to wedding prep. Brona, you're so welcome. Hi, Sarah. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited to be on. Oh, well, look, do you know what? I'm constantly glued. If it wasn't for you, I probably wouldn't know how to floss properly. And like, you know, these are the things, you know, we need to know, but you break it down and you make it so, so simple. So it's it's brilliant content. But look, you do so much more than that. So tell us, what is it that you do and um, and 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 how does social media play a role in that? Um, so basically, yeah, it's, the Instagram has just been to raise awareness and to help educate people on their different treatment options and how to just look after their dental health in general. Um, so that would be your flossing um, and just kind of pointing out the obvious, because I feel like a lot of stuff like that are just bypassed in appointments. And then often people don't um, value it maybe as much as the dentists value it. So it's just about drawing the attention to that and then also just connecting it to other specialties. So remembering that the the mouth isn't just a independent structure. It's very much dependent and linked to other parts of our bodies. So it can just be, it can pick up so many different things and be like the initial trigger of so many other things in our bodies. So I guess that's something that, again, people don't realize before they come to the dentist. And um, people often pay, wait for pain. And often with uh, dentistry, pain is like not where you want to be. You want to be in before and treat everything preventatively, like most things in our body. You don't want to be getting to that point. So it's just about raising awareness and I guess breaking down that barrier that like you aren't vain if you look after your teeth. Cause I think like in Ireland, that's still very much where we are. Yeah. And like you're allowed to just look good, you know? <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. And you know what? Like it is, as you say, like you might go for your yearly or your bi yearly appointment. And it's kind of those things where there's probably not enough time to go, actually, I know I'm X age, but I still don't know how to do this. And I still don't know how to do that. Or should I be doing that? And to your point, like, you know, the gums and teeth being like almost signals to your overall health. And particularly when we think of brides and grooms, how stressed they get in the lead up to the big day. And it's, you know, the last thing you want is aches and pains and something bothering you. Like I know so many people that end up with, you know, ulcers and just different things like that because stress plays out in our mouth, doesn't it? Yeah, like like the ulcers are very much linked to like stress and then like even deficiencies. So like you could start skipping meals or eating like like these diets that you don't normally have. Yes. So I think that's like a huge thing to take into consideration when you're planning this wedding, like to just try to keep it balanced and don't try to be like single minded about like, oh, I need to get weight loss. Because then if you do that, then your skin might go down the toilet or your gums might go down the toilet. So it's just yeah. like treating it in a very holistic manner and and just keep your your eye on the overall price. Absolutely. And what's the one thing that we see in all the pictures, apart from the, the get up, it's the smile. <laughs> so it has to look right. If you're not looking after your smile, it's kind of like, why did you spend all the money on like the dress or the hair or the whatever? And like a lot of the time then as well, 
people will have will have started like their skin journeys or whatever and then they'll come into me like six weeks before the wedding and be like what can I do with my teeth and I'm like anxiety attack on their behalf um because you just want everyone to look good for their day but I it's just really important to if if it is something that's even niggling you just even get that consultation so soon and then if you want to park it or like pick parts of the plan then at least you know how much time you need for each step so that you don't have to have a compromise plan when it comes to the day absolutely so look you know speaking of like all of this stuff can you break down, I suppose, the treatments available for couples and um, what you find the most common requests from people in the lead up to their wedding day? Yeah, so a lot of requests would be based around like getting like a more symmetrical or a straightened smile um, and then also then the colour. So um, often with like the makeovers that people are getting for, for, for smiles, it will often entail like straightening, whitening, and then any little bits of cosmetic work, whether that be bonding or veneers or anything like that. So bonding's the attachment of white filling material to the front of the teeth. Um, so that's a very popular thing. So I just thought I'd explain that. Okay. Um, but um, the, it's kind of just all about getting that like symmetry and like another thing that I guess it would be really common for people would be um if they have a darkened tooth because of their teeth aren't straightened and they might come in initially and be like oh this tooth is always dark in pictures and I don't want it to be dark on the day and and they'll think that they're coming in for whitening but it's 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 actually when they're not straightened you're getting different shadows and different light Mm. reflections that's making them darker so you might think oh I only need six weeks for whitening when in fact it's a whole braces treatment and no matter how much whitening you do you're not going to like fix that darkness on that no no because it's not positioned in a way to 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 show its light almost yeah so you just want to create like that like even bright smile that's gonna reflect the light evenly um and then the other thing would be like then like because I'm based in cosmetic dentistry um I would often have a lot of brides just tying in any of their like um skin treatments such as their Botox or fillers or anything like that and that's also another really important thing to remember is like any skincare like um actual skincare is going to take like six weeks to give you that ultimate buff on your skin and um, so it isn't just like start at the week before like this this skin cycle takes four weeks to turn over um, but to get that ultimate result you, you want to be starting everything at a minimum of two to three months before because also then even before with your filler and um, Botox because you want to be able to have a trial and get a dose that suits you and um, for the Botox, you don't want to just be getting a generic dose or with your filler, you want it to be properly integrated into your... So you almost into- have to go a cycle back so that they know for the in the lead up to the day that it's the right settlement for you. Exactly. Yeah. And so that it's like integrated and natural, like because a lot of the time brides prefer like their Botox, for example, on the six weeks mark because it's the strongest at the four weeks. So you just want it to be a little more settled at that point where you're getting that tiny bit more movement. Um, and that's all comes in on your consultations for everything. So again, it's like you're whitening. You might think, oh, it's just a quick appointment. My friends got their Botox and I was a quick like 20 minutes here. But it's it's a lot more planning when you want to get mm. it like right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. And you mentioned the whole thing around veneers. And, you know, and like, obviously, there's just so much talk about veneers and we're seeing people going to Turkey, like, like what's going on in this space? I know it's it's definitely like a a gap in 
in understanding, I think, as well. And like when people are going abroad, it's definitely not that everyone away is bad. And I always have to stress mm-hmm. that so clearly because that would be a totally unrealistic thing to say. But it's just that when you're getting these cheap bundles, it's there's just no way all the costs can be incorporated when you think. Yeah. About so it. you're sacrificing on something, whether it's what they're using or the skill set. Or, yeah, the skill set or time is another one. Mm. Like, you know, when people say, oh, I got 20, like 20 veneers in a day, I'm like, I couldn't do that in my wildest dreams. Like, you know, mm. there's just there's no way I can I could be that fast, you know, so you're sacrificing on something. So if you're going abroad, it is just important to like focus on the ones that aren't the cheapest of the cheap and mm-hmm. um, check their skill set and um, make sure someone fluent is 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 with you to understand the risks, ask how long the treatment's going to last. Most things aren't forever. And if you go away, you're going to have to go back to that dentist because they're yeah. not going to see you in Ireland anymore. So it's just about understanding the risks and implications and long term plan of this. Um, because, again, another thing about it is like you were asking why, why it's happening and I've sidetracked. Um, but it's just that it, it's it's deemed cheaper. But when I I actually did my own little investigation um, and when I contacted a clinic abroad, they said that I needed 20 veneers and there's just no way at max I have one little crooked tooth, which I think adds character. Um, And like that's that would maximum need straightening. So if I was to straighten that, you're talking about two and a half thousand and they were saying that I needed 20 veneers for five thousand. So it's cheaper than 20 veneers here, which would be like 18 or something like that. But it's not cheaper overall because I didn't need that in the first place. I get you. So you really have to do your homework. Doing your homework. So you're almost like, you know, don't self-prescribe almost, you know, and assume you you do have to go and do the, you know, understand what it is that you need. Understand what you need. Yeah. And like, I think a really good term to use if you're a patient looking for something is to just say that you want the most minimally invasive treatment and see what they suggest with that, because that's going to be the treatment that has the most minimal upkeep and is going to be the most natural for you and like Mm -hmm. suit you. It's like sometimes like even I dyed my hair for ages and now I realize that my natural color suits me the best. You know, you want to stay as suiting as yourself. You don't want to be changing yourself. You just want to be enhancing your own beauty. Absolutely. And I think those compromises really start to come in when people are under time pressure for weddings and they're like, oh, I need to straighten or I need to get straight teeth and I don't have time for straightening. So I'm just going to veneer them all. But think about it in 10 years, that's all going to need to be redone. So it's just, mm. I guess, giving yourself the time that if you want them straightened, that you don't have to go for veneers because you have the time to straighten. Absolutely. Yeah. So speaking of, of, of this, right, because there's so much information out there. At a very base point, when a couple are, you know, getting married and thinking about, you know what, I want to do X, Y and Z at my teeth. Where do they start? Where do they start? They just start with a consultation. And if you think a consultation is mad, get a second consultation Um, because opinions can vary. And, you know, I would always recommend if you're not comfortable with it, don't don't go ahead with it. Just get another Mm -hmm. opinion. Um, so I'd always start with that and and then just make sure that you've vocalized your concerns as well. So I often very much on consultations try to not give my opinion first. I try to let them tell me. So I'm addressing their concerns because it's all very well for me to say you need X, Y and Z, but you could have not even thought about why. Yeah. So so if I'm fixing Y and you wanted X, 
then you're not going to be happy, you know? So yeah. it's just about being vocal about what you want and and getting that consultation and having that time. And I think that's definitely where you should start. And like, again, with nervous patients as well, that's where to start as well. Don't go into the dentist thinking, God, it's going to be this big, big, big appointment. Like it's 30 minutes and think small and sit with what you've had from the consultation. Don't jump into anything, mull it over and give yourself the time to process it rather than like thinking, oh, I'm going to have to get my 20 veneers when I see the dentist. You you just need to like think about it because it's it's a big, it's an investment. It's, it's a big decision. And like, mm-hmm. you know, you wouldn't buy a car overnight. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And can I ask you then with that in mind, you know, like what are the timelines, realistic timelines? So, you know, with, you know, I've spoken to many a beautician or, you know, a dressmaker or whatever, and it's kind of, you know, a year in advance, try and come in and just get yourself on a program or get your dress kind of decided. And then that gives us plenty of time. How does it work in dentistry? So ideally, um, I would love everyone to come in minute they had the proposal um but the 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 minimum timeline like obviously there's minimums there's different ones but the ideal minimum you'd be looking at about the year as well and again if your teeth are are quite um crowded and out of place then you, you are looking at a longer time frame um if you have your bleeding gums you're looking at a longer time frame because that needs to be all healed first and that can take a couple of months to heal so if if you think your health is perfect and your teeth are mildly out of line, then you're looking at about a year. But again, if like even something that like patients think is um that they feel a huge improvement on is their whitening. So if you haven't given yourself much time and, and that you're wanting some sort of an improvement, I think that's always a nice minimal treatment to go for. Um, rather than diving into a big plan thinking, oh, I need to do this. You're going to get, you're going to be super happy with just that small thing and you won't have made any long-term implications of that. So I think that's a good kind of like middle middle zone. Middle ground before um, taking on a big project almost. Before taking on a big project under yeah. pressure for these pictures that you're going to have. Um, I think it's good to just do the small thing and don't really try try to not compromise your health for the aesthetics. Um, mm-hmm. But if you're really concerned about it, like to have that confidence on the day, I think you're definitely going to try get in as soon as possible, but the year would be the minimum. And that would be also the minimum for any skin treatments as well, ideally. You know, yeah. Ideally. Okay. I'm with you. Um, in terms of hacks that people can do from home or just even with general visits to dentist, what are kind of those light things? And I know you mentioned whitening because like obviously all going well and perfect gums and everything like that. But what are the kind the, the key tools that people could be doing as part of the routine or are there any key products that you recommend for home use so the key products or tips that I recommend for home use some are very like um not what you'd think so um like your whitening toothpaste again people are always going to think that that's going to be your saving grace and in the EU they're, they're not allowed to have enough peroxide in them unless they're prescribed so the way that those whitening um, agents like your toothpastes whiten your teeth is they have little particles in them. So it's like you're sandpapering your teeth to get the top layer of the stains off. So it's thinning that white layer of enamel. And if you thin that white layer, you're going to let show through of the yellow layer underneath. So in the long run, whitening toothpaste are actually going to give you more yellow teeth. Um, you- my whole <laughs> life is a lie. Oh, my God. Oh my god from, from, I'm throwing from it all out <laughs> oh my god I know I and it's far I know I know it's it, it breaks it literally if I if I could I would run into all the pharmacies and just, just take their them shelves. out and burn them <laughs> 
<laughs> can imagine I'm not allowed what to a do protest that, so yeah it's I a won't. big criminal <laughs> yeah um so that and then also you're going to get more sensitive teeth because the white layer is also you make so much layer. sense it makes so yes. much sense because actually i was using i won't say what brand it was and i was using um the electric toothbrush then to go with it so it's kind of like layering the two things on top of each other in terms of being so abrasive and i ended up with um with a little bit of a like a little thing on my gum and it's taken so long to get rid of it like if it was a cut on your hand it would get rid of it really quickly but your gums just take that little bit longer to to recover to recover and also when you have you're you're caught in this like a no man's land in the sense that like it's like if you brush it you're going to keep making it sore but if you don't brush it the bugs are going to attack it so you're just trying to like like balance the two um but the other then top tip and it's my very top tip if everyone could please do it um it's um no rinsing so if you rinse after not cosmetic based just general based unfortunately um but if you could just not rinse and again if so you leave rinse, whatever toothpaste that you've kind of brushed in your mouth just leave it there don't gargle and walk away from the sink and oh. do not rinse it. Jesus. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh Oh, you're a lot to take in. Sorry. <laughs> um, I'll give you a moment there. I'll be going with the, with the mouth burning off me now tomorrow. And I'll be like, look, trust the process. <laughs> I know. And it's a funny thing to get into. But if you rinse, the water has been, like very little fluoride in it next to none. And your mouthwash is a third of the toothpaste. So if you rinse off your toothpaste, you haven't let the tooth, you may as well not use your toothpaste because you haven't let it work at all. I know so that's going to be a huge thing to stop you getting filling so like when people are like oh how can I save money at the dentist I'm like stop renting and you're gonna Mary and Joseph yeah so and most people that have unreal diets that come into me and get have fillings I'm like are you renting and they're like yeah so it's it's very very clear and then the last thing that you mentioned on the electric I don't mind if you use electric or manual but um, just make sure your electric's on sensitive for the abrasive nature. And if you're using manual, just use a soft bristle. Yeah. Um, so again, no abrasiveness with the medium or hard. Another thing I would run into the shop and and clear. But yeah. <laughs> so, so, so what do you like? So in terms of products, like what do you find are, are, are good, solid products to use? Are you allowed call out brands? Do you have a preference? Um. So. Um, I again I actually don't have have a preference of brands um, I think the circle head um, toothbrush electric toothbrushes are great if you want an electric one so the Oral-B do those ones for um, a manual toothbrush any soft bristle toothbrush works mm-hmm. so a lot of the time they're not in supermarkets um, and you'll have to go to the pharmacy or yeah. like, I have one on my website but um, the soft bristle is the way you want to go with them um, toothpaste any toothpaste is, is good that has no whitening or charcoal in it um and then your mouthwashes if you want to use it use it at a different time of the day um but just make sure there's no um make sure there's no alcohol in it um and don't use it after brushing your teeth because that's just going to dry it out but no I don't really have too too many preferences I'm pr- I'm pretty pretty easy going <laughs> apart from wanting to strip out every shop and burn yeah. everything okay okay so easy going <laughs> um you mentioned that you have a website so what's like what's on the website what can people what can people do there um so my website's for um like uh for my for my toothbrushes for the soft bristle toothbrushes just because 
I found that they were the best. So I have all my little instructions to help you because I always, for all my patients, they know that I am a broken record with oral hygiene instructions. So I kind of just included those instructions in the toothbrush um, and then like a guide for even the amount of toothpaste that you're supposed to use. So just because people are often like layering it on and, and it's just a pea size, only very small, which again is another big shocker. Um, And then the other things on my website are just like my my small makeovers, a link to appointments and even a link then to my Instagram. But my Instagram would be my most like educational like place and yeah and it's great it's so well laid out because I just scroll through it and I just find oh there's an interesting tip oh there's another one you know it's it's yeah. it's really well and easy to digest and they're just little nuggets like they don't consume too much space in your brain but they're they're fantastic but look Brona um and I will I, I would urge uh, anyone listening to go and take a look at this because it is it's it's so so good for everyday life not just for weddings but in terms of final parting advice that you would have for couples, how what would you wrap up to tell couples to do? What would I wrap up to tell them to do? It would really be to decide what you're not happy with in like your general photos mm-hmm. prior and really make that priority list at the beginning so that you're not coming up when you've sorted all the generic things like hair and dress and mm-hmm. suits and all those and then finally come to that so I'd like if if it is going to be something you're going to potentially be worried about and I even say that when people are like oh I'm going to straighten my top teeth and I'm like well just as by the way your bottom teeth become more on show with age so just have a thing so you don't go through the treatment twice just have that priority list so that you're not left in a pickle closer to the time um, and so that you're happy on the day because you don't it's really not something that you want to be like doing a half smile or or like like compromising your confidence because you just haven't had enough time so I think it's just about trying to put it on the list and again you might be totally happy and that's fine but at least you have ticked it off and it's not something that you're like oh sugar I forgot it and mm-hmm. so it's just about making it a part of that general list I think would be would be my advice. So at least you can tick it off as I'm totally happy or there's this one little thing yeah. I want to make. Yeah. I love that. So tell us one more time, what's the name of your website and your Instagram handle? Um, so my website is Arlen's Tooth Fairy and then my Instagram is D-O-R-B-R-O-N-A-G-H Keen and um, that's on yeah, Instagram. <laughs> love it. Brona, thank you so much for your time today. You have blown my mind. I feel like my whole life has been a big lie. So I'm going to have to really rethink how I conduct myself in the morning and before bed. Um, And by the way, twice a day. Is is it twice a day we do this? The the brushing twice a day and the little brushes are flossing only once. I'll let you away at once. Oh my God, Jesus Christ. Okay, I need to write this down. Okay, thank you so much, Brona. No problem. Thanks a million, Sarah. Thanks for listening to Real Weddings with Sarah. Thanks to producer Ruth Devaney, voiceover extraordinaire Phil Colley, and Pink Champagne Wedding Band for our Cool Finds jingle. Join me next week where we will be chatting to another top guest to get the scoop about their wedding day and married life. Until then, you can find me at Irish Wedding Blog on social media channels.